0: Back in the seventies, board games and improv theater had a baby and it was called the role-playing game. These games allowed a generation of kids to live out their dreams of slaying dragons and saving kingdoms, all while sitting in their bedrooms and basements. Today, gaming has moved into the cultural mainstream and role-playing games are back with a vengeance. Join us now as five of these former kids come out of the basement and onto the internet to experience adventure, mystery, and obscure pop culture references, it's time for Roll for Combat.
1: Hey there, welcome to Roll for Combat. I'm your GM and host, Steven Glicker, and in this week's show, the boys continue the longest combat ever, and Mo introduces his imaginary friend to the rest of the group. So yes, we continue the combat from last week. If you remember, they were on a huge field that's about 500 by 270 feet. It's almost all difficult terrain, and they decided to go the long way around. Plus, there's some invisible creature and snipers attacking them. A lovely day for a combat, if I must say. Not only that, the boys start to bleed encounters, so you can imagine this is going to take a little while. Also, this week's GM PC tip is how to take your real-world experiences and add them to your role-playing game. I give a couple of examples of what I do as a GM and how I use my real-world experiences to modify and change rules. And I'm going to give some examples from, well, this week's episode. Also, make sure you check out the No Direction podcast. I love that podcast, I cover all things Pathfinder, all things Starfinder, plus we're sponsoring all their PaizoCon coverage, where they recorded 50 seminars at PaizoCon, and they're releasing two every single day. I also was on their latest show, number 179, for over two hours, where we discussed PaizoCon, we discussed the Pathfinder playtest quite a bit. All of the things we did over half an hour. Talk about my Pathfinder art collection, if you guys are interested in that, and a whole bunch of other cool things. Check it out. I love those guys. It's one of my favorite podcasts. I've been listening to it for years, and it was a blast to finally be on their show and hang out with those guys. Anyhow, let's get on with the show. Alright, so last we left off... You guys are circling this gigantically huge, monstrous, leaning tower of elf. And someone's been shooting at you from the head. And you sort of, I think it was Hiroji, got a glimpse of her. It, whatever it is. You're trying to find the entrance. Uh, Mo, on the other hand, is by the legs and keeps getting tangled by some invisible tendrils that keep damaging him and made him fall to the ground you're actually prone mo by the way so we'll have to take care of that i didn't put it oh uh, i failed my acrobatics check i thought i made it
0: john stats is playing the vesk soldier mo Dupinsky.
1: uh well double check i think double uh,
0: check uh, if 18
2: acting-
1: yeah I, I i passed it but I think you might still fall prone. I don't know. Double
0: check to see if you fall prone or not. I guess look that up while I...
3: Actually, go. it's a 20. He rolled an 18 for a 24 is the modified. He definitely made that.
0: Bob Marquis is playing the human envoy, Rusty Carter. Oh, I, he
1: made it, but I don't know if it's just to avoid damage or to fall land on your feet. So you just look it up while I'm going to see what happens because I can't
3: remember either. Okay.
1: Well, the
3: rest of us, we've agreed that Moe's on his own and he's going to die, right?
2: Oh, Bo is like yeah. Uh, I'm in trouble.
3: So we can get another vesk, right? I mean, they're all pretty much the same.
0: Dime a dozen. Chris Beamer is playing the Lashunta operative Hiroji. <laughs>
3: <laughs> so
1: up is the bad guys, and once again, someone is going to be taking a shot at somebody. So you hear a shot ring out, and it shoots at Mister Rusty.
3: Me, yay!
1: And misses. How does he miss? Well, what does right he then. roll? I, 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 he rolled. What did he roll? He rolled a four. A, a four for a mono. A four that for fifteen, and miss. Which means he barely, barely missed.
3: I'm surprised <laughs> Seriously, that I don't have good armor class.
4: Yeah,
1: yeah. That's that's, that's that's kind of pathetic. And then the other thing goes.
3: Yes, I have a sixteen AC. Wow. He literally he can hit me on a five. That's really sad.
1: Well, this is going to be fascinating because the tendrils come back down onto Mr. Mo. Oh, Mr. Mo! Run, run, Mo, run! No, Mo gets hit with a twenty. Well, twelve for a twenty-six hits you. Does nine points of damage, and you are once again um, entangled. So, you um. Well, the good news is you're on the ground. So if you break the entanglement, I you can run away. Run, run don't away. Don't see. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
2: I don't see how it says that Mo I'm is prone. Up.
1: Mo is up. Yeah, I,
2: I, I'm up. Actually, while I look up to see whether or not I'm prone, uh, I'm going to delay my action so you guys can just go. So I delay my
1: action. Rusty is up.
3: Yeah, because I have no idea what I'm doing. Um, we need to find the door is obviously the thing, and the door is almost certainly going to be at the entire other end at the feet. So all I can do is move into a perception check like everybody else. No,
4: wait That's a second. We did find the door. No, you never found the no, door. No, we didn't. I, we found an entrance I thought by the head over here.
1: No, I, you looked around the head and you found absolutely
0: no entrance. So
4: you are exactly wrong.
0: Yeah, we found windows but they were too high to get to. Jason McDonald is playing the Soki mechanic, Tuttle Blacktail, and his drone, Cheddar.
3: All right, so that is my move action, and I will do a perception check to find the entrance, or a clue to the entrance, if I can peer through the window and see, hey, there's a passageway running to the north, anything like that. I'm looking for it all. You
1: you go, girl.
3: I'm announcing that, hoping that I can get a gift. All right, hold on.
1: Gift horse in the mouth. A 16. 16. You look around. Everywhere you look, you can firmly see that this statue is deep in the ground, and there are no seams, no doors, no secret entrances. There's no way to get into this statue from the head or the shoulders that you can
3: see. Oh, that was a valuable turn I had.
1: Um, I can actually take my turn now. You do not fall prone, Mo. I looked it up. You yeah, I don't take check, damage. So you... Now, yeah, you didn't take damage, so you are standing. So you are entangled yeah. by the invisible tendrils and standing. <sighs> now, once again, you can try to break free. That doesn't seem right, actually. I've... No, no, no,
2: no. Something's wrong. I think I... I think I was already attacked by these things, and I fell prone. Because I... I w- my, my, my plan was running to the feet. I don't think I'm attacked again. I really don't think I am.
1: Yeah, you are, because you broke free. It fell. Oh, fell. Now it went.
2: I fell? Okay. Yeah, Yeah. And now right. it attacked okay, you. No, no. yeah Yeah, for those of you uh, playing along at home, you only are prone if you take falling damage.
3: So um, I am... Oh, that's interesting, though. Thank
2: you. Yeah, god damn. Um, did I break... Let's see. Did I think I attacked it did enough damage and it released is that what happened last time um
1: what was your question Sean? sorry
2: uh how did i disentangle myself i think i attacked
1: it did damage yeah you can either attack it and do damage or you can do an acrobatics check i would say that attacking it you were tried to escape you were Failing pretty horribly with acrobatics, yeah, but you were able to pretty easily slash at the tendrils, because although they're invisible, you know the right above you, so taking your weapon and just slashing through them yeah. wasn't that
4: hard.
2: I think I'm going to do that, even though I have a plus 8 or plus 11 in acrobatics. I think I was just rowing poorly. Uh, Alright, so I'm going to attack it anyway. I'm going to attack
1: the ground, I guess. Yeah, you can attack the ground. I'll do the rest. You attack the ground... That is what are you using your pike? My you pike. hit. You do 12 points of damage. And oh, thank God. you are no longer entangled. So you still have a move action. I left. have a movement. That's what I'm. Gonna, oh, I'm going to use that move
2: action. I'm moving 30 feet. Mm, remember, it's
1: difficult terrain. Oh 15 feet. That's correct. So move your fifteen feet. Oh, there you go. Fifteen feet north towards the feet. Tuttle's up. Okay. Um I guess I'm going to keep moving and looking for the door along the back side of the thing. So So you're just moving along the arm? Are you just moving oh you're moving double move for uh, a single move for me and then double move for Tuttle. Well it's for, difficult for, terrain. For so Oh right, I forgot about the difficult terrain. I'm sorry. Yes. Everyone's in difficult terrain. What a fun encounter. When we see oh, John yeah. Compton at PaizoCon, we all yell at him. Yeah. More floating, invisible monsters. Floating, invisible monsters that entangle you. That's fun. Children. And from there, do I, from up by the elbow, do I see anything else that looks like an entrance? Not. No, you do not. Okay. Well I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep moving that direction. That'll also let me help Mo if I get around to it. Without him. doing an active check, I mean this this elf looks like it's completely reclining on the ground. Again, the easiest way to picture is is pretty much the Statue of Liberty lying on its side. And it's right in the ground, like there's no cracks or anything. Like it's solid. And it's huge. You know, But it
4: appear- appears to be a tourist attraction though, so there's gotta be a way in. Yeah, maybe. Uh, Hiroji's up. There are stairs on the arm that you do yeah, notice. Yeah, was meant to so be climbed on and shit.
1: Something right. must be. Something must be up.
4: Hiroji says, "Well, Rusty, I'm, I, I I hope this guy runs out of bullets because probably will by the time we get in here."
3: Here, uh, stay in front of me. Everything'll be fine. All
4: right, and I uh, <laughs> say, all right. So I, I'm going to move. Full movement, double move, and while I'm moving, I pull out my arc pistol. You're changing and, uh, your weapons, okay? Uh, no, 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 changing. Okay, Walus
1: is up. Walus is like on the radio and in the com units, and he's like, "Guys, guys, are you still alive? It's how's it going up there? I just keep hearing
4: gunshots. I'm, I'm, i worried back here. I'm worried. We're good. Stand by."
3: Wayless, we're actually gonna need a very nice tea afterwards. I'd like it actually set up very nicely. I wanna have some figure sandwiches and I want it all done tastefully.
1: Okay, you got it. I'll 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 keep my mind on that. I'll <laughs> I'll set up some tea and crumpets for you all.
3: Okay, but no scones. It's a hard bread, nobody really likes it. No one. Not really.
1: Extra scones for you got it. Uh No Bialis. Yeah, you actually have a bad connection. Um, A shot rings out at Hiroji. I don't have any kind of cover or anything like that. It's a hit. A hit. A 29. I think a 29 hits you even with cover. Uh, Good news is it does minimum, almost minimum damage. Five points of damage. Barely hits you. Barely does any damage. D10 plus three. Do I still have my mirror image, or
4: did, did he shoot my...
1: Oh, your mirror image is gone... Gone, gone, gone. Yeah, it was gone. Mirror nah, yeah, I, think he, I think he
4: actually hit the image before it made it go away.
1: Yeah, he yeah. might have. I don't know. I don't, no, he hit, he hit the image. That's, actually, I thought he hit the image last time. Yeah, he, yeah, rolled yeah. A 50 he only one, had one image. And I only had one, yeah. Right, right, right. So. You can only count on one. Those images are also very delicate in this game. Like, if you miss by five, you still hit an image. Like, it still actually goes away. So. All right, well, Mo's up.
3: Okay. Yeah, I mean, Rusty Carter. Rusty.
1: I mean, sorry, Rusty's up and... Well, you
3: were thinking of a hero. I understand. Yes. All right. Uh, so here's my question. If I were to hug the statue itself, would that give me partial cover? Because it is up on the definitely. top and peering through a window. Definitely. Right? So as I move, I'm going to be hugging the wall of the statue.
1: Are you giving it a big hug?
3: Well, I'm giving it a little hug.
1: It's not hugging you back.
3: Uh, That's... 30, 30. It doesn't matter, Rusty. On, He's going to shoot at uh, one of you. Actually, yes, that works. One more. Great. So I'm hugging the statue.
1: You're right in the shoulder.
3: Great. Actually, if that can give me an extra cover, or if I can, you know, stay a little low, or whatever works, I'm happy to do
1: Mo it. Moe is almost dead. Moe's yeah. totally out of stamina. Half, um, a th- um, third of the way through his hit points. What are you going to do? You're near the feet.
2: Um, uh, I'm run- uh, uh, Yeah, I'm running.
1: Serpentine.
2: Yeah, Serpentine. well, I'm, <laughs> believe me, I, I'm not worried about that. Uh, I'm going to go here. Um, Is there cover? Like, are these? I guess I have to move. The feet. Yeah, the feet are good. Like, are they, like, providing any type of, like, arch overhead? Oh, definitely.
1: And as you go towards the feet, you
2: see an entranceway. Oh, my. I was worried that that would be the entrance. Uh, I'm going to say over the intercom. The entrance is in the lower body cavity opening. Like
1: like the ass? Yeah, that's what it looks like. By the feet, you see a door leading in to where the feet legs part. So it goes into, it's kind of like, again, the Statue of Liberty. It goes at the bottom up. Yeah.
3: luck with your nimble, dexterous skills. There's no, there's no door here. I, I,
1: is it a
2: tunnel? Southwest.
1: Or it... You see, it's not even a door. You see a corridor leading into the statue. Do you see it on the north? the southwest? Oh, so it's like an. It's just like a kind of a ramp leading in or something. Yeah, you should be able to see it now. Sorry, realizing this isn't actually anything we
2: see yet. I, I see just a little thing poking yeah, out. that's like the little square.
1: thing. That's the little
2: thing. That's but does, it. Yes. Okay. The question is, does it go down or does it go up? Like on top of it,
1: no. It goes into it goes into, into the body of, of the statue. It goes okay. interior. There's a corridor good that effect. goes that's a into thing. it. All right, Are right, you um, done? You have moved. While I'm
2: moving, part of my movement, moved. I'm going to. E- you actually did a double move. Yeah, you're done with your move. Movement. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I I did a double move and I equipped. Can I equip
1: a uh, healing serum? Well, as a move action... No, because it's a move action to take it out. So you'll have to, like, go inside to do that. Uh, you can't double move because right. it's a move all
2: action, right. so... Okay. I'm done.
1: Saddle. Remember how we had a big conversation of the... Yeah, I'm gonna keep going for the... If the entrance was in the head or the feet. Remember that? Remember that? Well, uh, okay. Look, uh, brief meta game. Of course they put it as far away as possible. Well, was it wasn't me who had that conversation. I think it was
3: Chris. Chris?
1: Yeah, Chris was mm. wrong.
2: He was wrong.
4: Blue Harvest.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Cheddar's up.
4: I got a Cheddar Mark 2 t-shirt. Okay. Perrogy
1: Left. is up. Perrogy. Heartache. Serpentine. Uh, serpentine. Serpentine, Shell. Serpentine. You know, it's like a combination of that this map is absolutely gigantic. It's like 500 feet wide, and it's all difficult terrain. (laughs) So it's like, it's unbelievably slow. Which
2: doesn't make any sense, because these are probably... No, this is See, no, actually it
3: does make sense. This is a completely ruined field with yeah. jagged, broken down yeah. refuse from a city. I actually get that. So that so that's oh, my movement. So. Yeah, it says 35 so, yeah. on
4: the top, but it's actually 40 because I did two diag
3: three diagonals.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's enough. It's fine.
4: I did the math.
3: So yeah, you're
1: wa- you're you're hugging the arm of the of the statue. Wallace is You hear him humming, going through the various ingredients, setting up a little fire. <laughs> You hear another attack.
2: Monsters don't attack this turn. That's next turn you're thinking.
4: You. Oh, yeah, you're right. Sorry. <laughs> well, we got some cover, although hmm, maybe not rusty. Well, I have cover. Rusty is interesting. It shoots at
1: you, and it gets a 17. But because you actually took the time Tried to, get cover. to hug the statue, it misses you by one instead of hitting you because that's what good players do
3: who's laughing now wow where's your god now exactly where's your god now we don't have time to hug the statue
4: rusty is up
3: i continue to hug the statue
4: yeah i think we kind of all are hugging a statue right now right i mean i'm next to it not not uh not cheddar
1: i laugh at your superior intellect
3: actually i am no longer hugging the statue oh food. my god,
1: he's no out of the way. open. Serpent,
3: well, the problem is that actually Tuttle was in my way, so
1: Tuttle, get out of my way. I, I reject that. Tuttle is never in anyone's way. <laughs> you guys I, are the
4: slow lings.
1: Tuttle. Tuttle is priced
3: precisely where he's supposed to be at all times. All times, ah, nice. Uh, you done? Slow right? links, yeah. yeah, I'm done. Sorry, that's I hit the space bar.
4: Mo is up. Wow, Mo's gonna. <laughs>
3: oh, yeah. All solo right, so... adventure. Mo, be uh,
4: careful.
2: So that's, this is again a double move. Is it irregular inside? I have dim light vision. So,
1: no. In fact, inside you see. Cororated pipes hang down from the ceiling above a broad basin in the center of a 15 by 15 room. The stone walls are slick with moisture and bear carvings of tattooed elves in states of undress as they wash themselves. The domed ceiling depicts hundreds of stars connected to form scores of constellations. You see a large basin in the middle filled with water. The whole room seems to be filled with condensation, and it appears to be smooth stone, obviously ancient and worn, and in addition, you see stairs leading up in the southeast corner.
2: Uh, southeast corner. Oh, I see Okay. Um, well, I'm going to finish out my movement. Let's see. I get, it's a double move, so I get 20 more, I think
4: take a drink from the yeah, pool yeah
1: you have 40 so you actually yeah you're you're good you can yeah go there. okay so i am done he's hiding you're hiding
2: what do you mean i'm hiding i'm running you're hiding to save like the a, day.
1: you're hiding to save the day oh
2: by the way for my while i'm uh running to save the day i'm going to tell everybody who's on the comm that there's invisible tentacles uh overhead watch him watch out for him
4: i will watch out for the invisible tentacle <laughs> yeah
2: i don't know how to warn you but just don't be surprised if you just start taking
3: damage okay so moe's just hallucinating why are we believing him about this door in the feet that I mean, might be yeah i could be hallucinating did we all decide to start believing the vesk when he starts raving into our comms
2: that's no, better inside this time Tuttle is ta- this time Tuttle's going to take the double move
4: and Cheddar will take the single move. Is there a way you can attach a um, saddle onto him?
1: There ha. actually is. There's a there feet to attach the riding saddle. Oh, that's yeah.
4: awesome! You, you, you totally want do. a
2: tow rack so he can pull you along like a
4: like a, chariot.
1: Like a jet yeah. ski, <laughs> or a water <laughs> a chariot.
4: <ski> <laughs> That'd be awesome.
1: Everyone's running up the arm, running away, run, run, run away.
4: Bitch. Cheddar Chariot. So how much movement is that? Five, ten, fifteen. Sixty-ish. Thirty. Okay. Done. Wallace is up. Wallace is
1: cooking away, cooking away. And he's like, those scones are coming along great.
3: <sighs> Wallace, we need to talk later. Yeah, Rusty
1: asked for him. Oh, so a shot rings out at Rusty. He's yep. not taking cover no
3: i'm not there it is and yep.
1: gets hit with the 16. wow exactly what it needed to hit you uh seven points down. He
3: rolls a five and i hits. had been hugging that wall if only that little rat had not been blocking there's that there's no space. minuses for moving target i'm sorry if only that respectable phd had not been blocking that space no
4: this is like he's got a sniper rifle it looks like
3: exactly that i mean
2: The fact that it's on irregular terrain may make you guys move serpentine anyway. All right. I am hugging the wall now.
1: You hug that wall. At some point, we get far up north. He won't even have an angle. That is absolutely correct. Mo, you're up. You're in this very nice room filled with stars in the ceiling Elves, half naked. All right. Well, all around you, washing
4: themselves.
2: For a move action, I am going to take out my healing serum, and as a standard action, I'm going to uh, apply it.
1: However, it is applied. So, D8. D8. D plus
2: one or D8? Oh
1: God. D8 minus three. I think it's plus. I think it's minus four. Every time you ask me, I'm going to do another minus. (laughs) All right. Here it is. It's a two. Uh, nice, yeah. nice. <laughs> nice. Two points. I
4: don't have to worry about. Wait, you rolled a one. Oh, what did you roll? Two. Oh, two. Out of D eight, plus zero. Oh, D eight. So annoying.
1: I love it. You have twelve here at healing serums left. Tuttle's up. All right. Um. Again, I think I'm gonna let Tuttle take the big move this turn, and let Cheddar take the little move.
4: So, so um, one thing to note, right? It's the same as in Starfinder as it is in Pathfinder on movement. Your second diagonal counts as double, right?
3: Yes.
1: Well, not when you're doing difficult terrain. When it's difficult terrain, it's... Yes, but with difficult terrain, it's just 15 every... Uh, everything,
4: uh, is, everything is... Everything is... Instead of 5, it's 10.
1: Yeah, because it's 7.5. So, when it's double, it's just 15. So
4: because that because the uh the it, the tool that shows you how much you move doesn't take that into account.
1: Well, never it doesn't, you know. What you have to do you have to do a little bit of work. It's kind of old school, I know. All right, so that's 35 45 60 right there. Yep. That actually did work cuz it said you did 30 and it just doubling. it's just double in 60 I, there. You I go. got more, hold on. What's your movement? 40. Yep. Yeah, that's that's it. You're all you're done. Wayless is humming along. Do, 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 do. No attack this round. Woohoo! Something is happening.
3: I hug the wall. Double move, I am moving thirty feet down the body of the statue, continuing to hug the wall.
1: Mo, you are up in the chamber.
2: <sighs> Take out another healing serum. Take another healing serum. Wow. Okay. I mean six.
4: Yeah, don't don't be influenced by the, his commentary, yeah, John. Like is he I he know. wants you to die. Yeah. So.
2: All right, so I'm I'm back up to uh, uh, full health.
1: Healing six, yay!
2: Yeah, healing six. So I guess I was down eight, so I got to it. So that's all right.
1: I'm done. Good job. Tidal is up. Uh, continuing my brisk jog. This time it'll be Tuttle with the. This- who tunnel with the single move and Cheddar with the double move. It's like you guys have to play Leapfrog to get there.
2: How are these guys not getting any invisible tentacles?
3: I don't understand.
4: Because they're on the other side.
3: Uh, <sighs> because you're hallucinating. Though. Yeah,
4: I'm beginning to think that. Eroji's up. Um, okay, so from where I'm here, uh, that little leg part, could I? how high is that? Could I acrobatics or climb over that possibly? It's
1: fairly high. It's like a good fifty. I mean, you can try. It's like uh, not worth it. It's like a good fifteen feet up. So it's up to you.
4: I might have to yeah. try that. Would that would that be an acrobatics of some kind? To like jump it, maybe. Yeah, it's got no, to take a climb. Turns. It.
1: There's no jumping. You. It's, it's a statue. You have to climb up the leg, and then climb down the other side to get into the entrance. Hmm. That's
2: going to be multiple turns
1: of climbing, correct? Oh yeah, it's going to probably take two to three turns. That's what he needs oh, to do. Just curious, how high, I mean, how high is it? As I said, I'm going to say 15 feet up. Okay, because Cheddar could actually possibly go over it with his jump jets. He could. But then, oh wait, but then I think he'd be out of line of sight and I couldn't control him anyways. It's up to you. That's it. Wayless is busy cooking his beef stew. A shot rings out at Tuttle Blacktail. Hits 16. Hits for 27, doing 8 points of damage. Rusty Kata.
3: All right. I'm going to do something very dramatic that nobody's expecting. I'm going to do a double move, and I'm going to hug the wall.
4: Oh, my God.
3: But this it. time, dramatically
1: dramatically. Rusty Carter, of Mars. You're going to be like looking back and forth. It's like when those uh, crooks in the old-fashioned movies when they're escaping from prison, and they're just looking back and forth. They're like, "Uh, huh? huh? And you're, that's what you're doing. You're like hugging the wall on your back. Mo, you're up. You're in the room. It's nice and airy. It's like a song. All right, I'm here.
2: moving. And I'm warning these guys about these invisible tentacles. Shit, I can see them.
3: Yes, we're all very worried oh, we're moving about further boat. in. Very, very worried. Oh yeah,
2: I'm a hero, dude. And I am equipping my pike
1: and okay. a description would be cool. You go south up the stairs. The walls of this long gallery depict elves using needles to tattoo one another with constellations, geometric designs, and strange runic patterns. Rows of tall stone benches line either side of the hall. Carved along the ceiling are 12 stylized elven figures, heavily tattooed, adorned in different ways, and marked with starbursts on their foreheads.
2: Um, shouldn't I be able
1: to see further?
3: Ah, okay. So these are star-bellied snitches, not regular-bellied snitches? Hmm. In addition
1: all the way down the hall you see more stairs leading up
3: okay uh
2: there's no other room description like those eight divider things those are benches benches okay and does this look like a chapel maybe or something
1: you're gonna have to spend a little bit more time okay but it definitely looks like something's going on here there's obviously elves constellations Runic symbols. Okay, some probably okay. someone with some knowledge who's out there cooking you guys' second lunch is maybe <laughs> helpful. Uh, all right,
2: we should uh, tell him to get here as soon as possible.
3: Yeah, but
4: uh, no. <laughs> well, he's going so to he get no, shot. He'll I'm be killed. shot
3: to death. No. Uh,
4: yeah, we're not. It's not clear. The area's not clear. You, you, where's your military training? Um. What's the lighting in this room?
1: That is an excellent question. Give me a second, please. Okay. Um, believe it or not, there is light in here. It looks like there's light that's being naturally funneled through small holes in the ceiling to provide natural light throughout this chamber. We
2: will call those
1: light wells for now. Um and that makes
2: sense because this guy is hanging out here. Um, he would not have a pitch dark uh, room uh, near him, so I should be able to see just fine. Would these benches provide any cover? Low cover. A little bit. A little bit. All right. I'm gonna make a. I'm gonna do a double move again, and I guess that's. My double move. Actually, you know what? I'm going to do this for cover for that bench. That'll be
1: my uh, excellent. Move. Good job. You done? Wait, please. Hold, please. All right, row. As Mo goes into the chamber, hiding behind the farthest benches were two creatures that appears to be Lashunta soldiers of some sort. They if you did any detailed visibility perception check, which you did not, you might have seen them. But you did not. So they pop up, see you, and shoot at you. The bad guy.
4: He's got cover. Oh I know he has cover.
1: He shoots at you with a utility scatter gun. AKA a shotgun. Oh. Hits you with a 23, doing a mere two points of damage. Not so bad. Ow. The other one, on the other hand, throws a grenade.
3: Oh, no. So that Ooh. last shot was just as good as your healing potion. Great.
2: Yeah. Well, you know what? I have a pike, so I'm going to hit it like a bat and a ball, and I'm going to bounce it right back in his face. You're going to bat- you're gonna try to hit the grenade? Yeah.
1: Is that what you're saying? Mm-hmm. Okay, you, you do that now. Uh, let's see. Attack the ground. They hit the ground. The 19. Great. So they easily hit the ground. So give me a reflex save to see if you get hit by the explosion. I a roll 7 a four reflex for a save. a 7. What does Not that do? do it.
2: That's a strike, is what that is.
1: Yeah, that's a yeah. <laughs> you know, that's you a, get a, You a, get hit for damage. the full damage. So you get hit for six points uh, of electricity damage. Max damage? Electricity <laughs> grenade? Damn. Uh, it was 1d8. It wasn't max damage. It did six. Wow. So, yeah, you just got hit by a field of electricity. And, yeah, that happened.
3: Tuttle's up. Hang in there, Mo. Oh, do we actually know Mo's encountered any problems? Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm describing it as I go. All
4: right.
3: Oh, I guess I'm just gonna keep running.
1: I mean, I could potentially jump Cheddar. Uh, like, I could jump Cheddar over, but it wouldn't. It's 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 fraught with problems. <laughs> That's issues. And are you is it gonna do the Dukes of Hazard? Like, them boys in trouble now? Something like that. You gonna jump the bridge? <phone rings> Well, A, with, if it's 15 feet, I'm not sure Cheddar's 30 feet of jump jets would get him all the way over, and that might turn ugly. He'll, he'll just make it. He can pop up, pop over, and land. Well, at least have to get him up one more round yeah. to get yeah. him into position. Okay. Okay, now this is getting very fascinating, as you guys are hitting every encounter.
4: Hiroji's up. By the feet. All right, I'm going to move. I will be careful to look out for the uh, invisible Iocane uh, threads that are hanging down. Mm-hmm. Iocane powder. Oh, God, I hate difficult terrain.
1: Why? Because we're only up to round 17.
3: Yeah, this is taking a little longer than it might have if we had just gone for the feed. Oh, well.
4: I I, I guess that's my move. Well, the good news is it's three
2: counters at once.
4: Oh, put oh, Hold on. Part, part of my move, I'm moving there, but um, I'm actually, in my other hand, I'm going to pull out my grenade. <laughs> okay, so you have a grenade in one hand and gun in the other hand? Yes. You
1: got I it. I pull out a frag grenade, oh, on mark one. Her wayless is up. Wayless is humming along. It's like, the food's coming along great. Another shot ringing out. there will be some cover because the angle is not great misses by a mile, tries to shoot Tuttle, rolls a two. Doesn't even come close. Like, well, ricocheted I, off I the hand. Well, I think it kind of came hand. close. It, no, it ricocheted off the hand. He got a 13 and plus I gave him cover because the hand was in the in the line of sight, so he he got like a nine. He didn't even come close. Good. You, on the other hand, Mr. Hiroji, guess what? The invisible tentacles suddenly start lapping against your body. You get hit by the invisible tentacles. You take eight points of damage, and you are now entangled in the tentacles.
4: Uh, wow, hits me with a seven. Really? For a 21. That is correct. got to be a way to get better armor class. Rusty's up.
3: Okay, I'm going to do something really dramatic this Plus time.
4: 14 to
3: hit. I'm going to do a double movement and hug the wall. Okay, now, that said, i finally reached the end of the feat. Next turn, I will turn a corner and be able to see a door. This is all very exciting.
1: It is exciting. Remember. Now, oh wait, this gets fun. Mo, give me a 1d2 roll. Roll, flip a die. You get a 1. I roll a 1. You feel weird. You... Feel flat-footed. Like something's off being in this chamber. You're up. I feel flat-footed. Hmm.
2: You are flat-footed. Alright, um... God. I can't cleave. These guys aren't adjacent to one another. You know what? I'm gonna do a double move. You could ask them to stand next to each other.
1: Excuse me, gentlemen. Would you mind standing right there? Yeah. They both have guns. Oh, you're running away. Okay, I was like, I thought you were moving towards them. Oh, he's he's running all the way. You got it. You got it, buddy. Mo runs away, runs, runs away, runs, runs away. Oh, you're coming back? Did you decide to be a man and face them? Nope, he's running away again. In other circumstances, I might give him crap, but he's been taking a beating all by himself. Now, what I'm doing
2: is coming to hit that invisible thing with the goddamn tentacles because one hit
4: and he's free.
2: Yes, help me, Mo. I, mean,
4: I got hit by your thing. You told me to look out for. I couldn't see.
1: It has nothing to do with
2: bleeding encounters.
1: No, you got. It. You're getting them all. You're gonna You're getting every encounter. You guys are. This is going to be a fifty-round combat. Okay, bad guys are up. There's actually a creature
4: from Book Three that's shipping in just to join the fight.
1: Yes, they're they're calling in reinforcements, and the other books are joining. A uh, Alien Archive call. They went in. packworlds sending somebody. Tuttle's up. Strange enough, a couple cowboys from Boot Hill. It's turning into West World. It's <laughs> oh, <my. laughs> You're bleeding. Yeah, the bleeding. The parks. That, that Boot Hill. That's impressive. Have you played that, Jason? Way back in the d- years when dinosaurs walked the
4: earth.
3: Yeah, I mean we played like
4: two. <laughs> yeah, I have. <laughs> I played that and Top Secret, Boot Hill I played a Gamma World. over, yeah. It. Yeah. Traveler, the original Traveler. I played the
2: Boot Hill just never grabbed my attention.
1: The original Traveler was brutal. Oh my god, it was that hard. I, I played
4: I played the original two. Oh
3: yeah.
1: Well, we had our my one game of Boot Hill got completely ridiculous because my w- one friend Chris refused to buy a cowboy hat. So our GM then made an entire bar pick a fight with him, be we like, "Where's your hat?" <laughs> they like picked a fight with <laughs> him just because he wasn't wearing a hat, and so it just got kind of stupid. <laughs> that sounds great. That sounds totally western. Oh, it was stupid in a fun way, but yeah. Was, so that just became a running gag for months and even years later. We'd always just ask each other, "Wait, who is this?" Uh, Chris Campfire. Yeah, Chris. Oh my God. Dimitri. Next time I've yeah. seen Campfire, I'm going to hey, do. Where's your Where's your hat? Where's your hat? <laughs> <laughs> All right, you're up tunnel. I'm sorry. I lost track of things. Okay. Um, double move for Cheddar, single move for me. Or wait, mix switch that around because I've just been shot at twice in a row. So I'm going to take the double move. That's fine. You didn't go yet. So. Yeah, it's like the drones are not that smart. Like they. They don't do anything on their own. They're basically remote control cars. <laughs> it's like you have to always be controlling them. There's a
4: level. There are two level twenty. You get like
1: fully automatic AI. Level seven, you get. I think you can take like a. You get something at seven, but it's not the not the full Monty. So when you're level twenty, then finally it can actually like live on its exactly. own. Exactly which will never happen. Hiroji, you are tangled in invisible tendrils. You are totally... You can't move. There's nothing you can do except mental actions. Or you can attack if you want, or you can try to escape with your acrobatics.
4: Ooh, use the grenade. Um. Oh, wait, can I make a perception and see what the hell this is? Yes. Oh, I will start with that. 23 is pretty good. I'm going to roll to
1: see... If you see it or not, you do not see it unfortunately it um it's there's i mean you know there's something there, but again, it's like spider webs You're just where like...
4: from the, from the floating in the air yes uh okay i I guess I'll try acrobatics,
1: okay,
2: you probably don't want to do that, but.
4: Seventeen. You are still
1: quite entangled. I got a plus
4: twelve. Is that what kind of action
1: is that? You took a five. Yeah, you got a plus twelve. You still got a seventeen from a plus 5. I know. What
4: what kind of action
1: is that? That's that's it. You're move done. Action. No, you that's did a full move round vis- action. Yeah, well, no, you did a standard to. You did a move to visibly look, and then a standard to escape. So you're done.
3: Wait, did Mo actually finally withdraw from the death? Yeah, he did.
1: The tendrils are continuing to bang help against you. Me. It does hit you with a 6 for 20. does 10
3: points of
4: damage on you. It's almost max.
3: Wait, help you with what? What are you talking about? I'm
4: being attacked by a tendril monster.
3: <laughs> oh, oh, that, that bit. <laughs> yeah, I think it was funny when Moe was doing that too.
4: Rusty's up.
3: All right, doing a double movement. I am now completely around the corner. I can see the doorway entrance. That I can correct. see Hiroji. I that can see correct. Mo. That I certainly correct. don't see any of these <laughs> tentacles that keep Although going on he about. Does... So I'm going to pay no attention whatsoever to that. All right, I'm done.
1: He actually looks like a marionette like caught up. It looks like he actually is flying in the air. So he is definitely like caught in something.
3: Well, I don't really understand the, the rituals of these Lushunta people. So, I mean, yeah.
4: Oh I, I told you the rituals. I told I told you what was going on. So. Mo is up. Mo, good news is you do not feel oh. flat-footed anymore. No, that's
2: a good that's, thing. That
1: feeling passed.
2: Um, from here,
1: my pike
2: can reach above uh, Hiroji.
1: That is correct. Can I
2: – I'm going to take a swing. I, I'll show him. Here's how you do it. Okay, Mo.
1: Thank God you're here. Take a swing. Wow. Damn. Twenty-eight. You Whoop, do seventeen enemy. points of damage. You're like cutting through the invisible tendrils, and
4: Hiroji's free. All right. Good job, Mo. Yeah. You're welcome. I'm done. I'll go in and take care of our friends inside. Ooh, the
1: bad guys got bad
4: guy. Tuttle is up. Oh, I'm in the hit point damage range. Tuttle is going to
1: cross the back across the feet, and then most of you are in hit point damage range. And then with the double move, and then Cheddar is going to do the single move. Eroji, you are no longer entangled.
4: What do you do? All right. Um, get
3: into the chopper.
4: Yeah, I, 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 gotta, I gotta move.
3: Yeah, stop dancing around, Hiroji. Just <laughs> oh, nice.
4: you'll really never gonna be next, Rusty. Watch, enjoy.
3: I have no idea what you're talking about.
4: All right, so now from here, it's just regular yes, terrain, you right? you
3: finally have moved.
1: Let, let me see. Nineteen 10, rounds left. later, you're in the
4: statue,
1: and you're finally on normal stone. Again, you see the nice room in front of you. There's a 15 by 15 room. There's a large pool in the middle. You're done. Well, not you're done,
2: but there you go. Yeah, be careful. There's there's bogeys in
1: there.
4: Uh, yeah, I know. All right, so I'm going to actually do this. I can't see anything yet, but I will mo- keep moving.
1: You can see. There's light in there.
4: I can move there. Okay, do I see? Do I see there's these... a
1: hallway. No, because it goes upstairs, and you can see the stairs. It goes upstairs diagonally. What's that, like 15 feet? So you see another another large opening into a large room upstairs, but that's it.
4: Okay, I throw my grenade in there. You can't. That's way You've too many. Done
1: actions. A You've done already. a double move, so you can't do that.
4: Uh, well, <laughs> that's that's not nice a double to... move, I don't think. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is
1: because yeah, yeah, you had difficult terrain, and that was like 60, right? You've done 60 of movement. 60 no, no. Life. Okay, from
4: where I'm here, uh, it's five. You did 20 feet.
1: No, you did outside. 15, 25, and then 30, 35, 40. 45, 50, 55. You've done 55 of movement to get to where you are.
4: Oh, okay. So where, is, where would turn. 40 be then? There. What's this thing in front of me?
1: That is a large pool filled with water.
4: And it is... It's a ritual bathhouse. Is it filled with water right now?
1: Yeah, it's completely filled with water. I bet that's healing water. Yeah, it's clean water too.
4: Nice. Okay, well, as a standard action, then I'll ready an action that if anything uh, comes with if one of these enemies... Comes into a square I can shoot, I shoot it. Excellent. You
2: don't have a standard action, now.
4: Yeah, I do. Do you? I do. All I do is move.
1: Guess what, Mo? Oh, yeah. Now you get hit by the tendril.
2: That's what I'm doing. I, I, oh, my I God. Take the damage. <laughs> it oh, my gosh. You. It missed you. <laughs> it pulled a three. Now, here's a
1: philosophical
2: question nice. Do I know that I was attacked?
1: Yes, because at this point, you've kind of gotten the hang of it. You see the invisible tendrils hanging down around you, (laughs) trying to gain purchase and failing, and you're like, "Uh uh-oh, that
4: ain't good.
3: There aren't no strings on me!
4: Nice Ultron reference. See? Good movie.
3: Well, I would have called it a Pinocchio reference.
4: (laughs) I I
1: actually already called that reference when Rusty went a turn ago, but that's okay. Well,
3: mine, yours don't count. Yes. Okay, I'm gonna pass by Mo, who's swatting at invisible flies. So that <laughs> That's true. And I'm just gonna say, uh, yeah, Get dude, up. there are no strings. <laughs> and I'm done with my turn.
2: Yeah, as far as Rusty and Tuttle know, I am still hallucinating. They did not see Hiroji attack. Mo is up.
3: Oh, I know that you're not hallucinating.
2: Um, I'm gonna be taking a swat in the air above me that where I was attacked.
3: Oh, for God's sakes. Will you just... Really? Okay. No. You know what? You do you. That's I'm run. just we'll wasting my we'll action. Here
2: we go. Okay, so it's a standard action. I'm going to attack the ground.
4: <sighs> you could grenade it. Grenade would work. <laughs> like throw a grenade up in the air.
2: My, my pike did 28
1: damage last turn. Dude, Nice. 28 damage. You're, uh, you're, you're no, hitting uh, something. 18 damage. 18 damage. You, you don't know what you're doing, but you're doing something.
2: Oh, oh, okay. I'm sorry. 25, uh, a roll of 15 plus 10, 25 hits,
1: dude,
3: 18 dude, damage. You do some I'll take it. Oh, yeah, yeah, seriously. You plus 11. Wow.
1: Yeah, something. I'm, some Some I'm invisible things were falling down. Now and, comes the funny part. You done? Oh.
2: Um, I'm going to take a guarded step this way just to make sure Tuttle and Cheddar can get through. And I am done. <laughs>
1: Tuttle will finally reach. No. Bad oh, guy wait, I'm goes. Sorry. Bad guy goes. As Hiroji is hanging out, waiting to take an action, down the stairs you hear dink, 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 and rolls. Grenade! Grenade. grenade! Fire in the
2: hole! Latrine! Reflective. Well, they got to roll the hit.
0: Latrine!
1: Hit it. it. 14. Uh, it manages to hit. Give me a reflex save, Mr. Hiroshi. 16. That's excellent. You take three no points damage. of death. Oh, that's no right. You damage. have you evasion. Have Hello. Evasion. I forgot about that. Wow. Guess what? I didn't. <laughs> Jump out of the way. Another grenade comes down. Tink, tink, tink. Down, down, down.
4: Latrine. Grenade
1: number two. Grenade number three. That also hits easily.
4: Give me the reflex save. <laughs> oh, the nine will not do it. I mean, it's like my best stat, my best ability. All right, one. Oh, you okay, took two.
1: one oh, point two. of damage. One point of damage. That's pretty impressive. You you dodged out of the way of one electricity grenade and then another one, and you only took one point of damage But you dove behind the the wet... Um, the, found... the, the, loud, yeah. the, the large, the large. lies behind the water. Yes, that that will that won't be bad. Electricity and water. <laughs> that's that's not bad at all. Tuttle's up. All right. Well, Tuttle finally makes it to the feet with a single move, and I'm gonna try to get Cheddar up into the fight too. There, and I set myself up to be. T- I realize I set myself up to be tendriled, but whatever. Yeah. So, could I like stealth up there? Do whatever you want.
2: It's low light, so maybe.
1: It also seems like there's one way in. It'll be yeah. They're looking to... straight down. Mm-hmm. there. yeah.
2: I mean, you better be very stealthy. I'm very stealthy, but well, you just...
1: can't really because it's like there's a thing called stealthing in broad, not broad daylight, but um with it, you need cover concealment to do stealthing. I have cover concealment now. Now you do, but to actually do the full, you need. In other words, you couldn't stealth. When you are running down the um corridor. Then that corridor, the kill the kill zone. Unless there's like feats that eventually you can get that will hide in plain sight. Yeah, it's like hide and plain sight.
2: Yeah, oh, I'll get that soon, do soon that. enough if I live like a cockroach along the baseboard.
1: In fact, this thing with the tendrils might even have that very thing I was just talking about. The hide and plain sight. Maybe. So what are you
3: gonna do? No, Uroji? probably not. Alright. No, no, no. Herogi's
1: all like right,
4: 10. so I'm going to move, and I'm like, all right, well, you want a taste of your own medicine.
3: I, I can see you right there in front of me.
4: <laughs> We're waiting. I move up to there. Okay. Five, 10, 15, what do I see? 20,
1: you opted to move
3: before stealthing. Okay. 20, well, five, the stealth's not going to work.
4: So you
1: move 30. Um, do you move there?
4: I do. I mean, do I see them when I get to that yes, point? Yes,
1: you see one guy. You see one person right there. Uh, one person to your southwest hugging the corner with cover. So it has cover.
2: Yeah, be careful. All
4: right, hold on a second.
2: Throw a grenade at your feet.
4: <laughs> I know. That's not a bad idea, actually.
2: Yeah. <laughs> well, you,
1: you had a grenade in your hand and gun in the other. So you just Correct. didn't move action. So you have to either attack. No, I'm not.
4: With... Oh, hold on, hold on. You already did move action. I'm not. No, not but, moving, I, but can... I want to move more, though. Oh,
1: you yeah, move... you can I want to move oh, like yeah. there, maybe. Oh yeah, yeah, you can move there,
4: but I, I oh, want to look at. I want to. I, I have a new ability. I want to look at that's it. That's a double move, at. though. Okay. No, it's not double move. Why do you keep saying that? I move. It, my move is forty <laughs> move.
2: Yeah. Five, oh. 10, 15
3: 20, and now you're flanked. But hey, you found all the other The stairs 30, are probably. I, you're at I'm thirty-five.
4: Intrigued. But wait, you got to time out a second. I'm looking up an ability. and I want to see how it works before I want to go there.
1: Okay. Well, you can't do that because now you know where they are.
4: Okay, you understand what I said? I said I'm thinking of moving there, so I de- demonstrated by moving my character there so you can see what I'm thinking of doing. Okay, okay. what are you going to do? What's your ability? But, yeah, hold on a second. There's a new thing. I got this level. Yeah, it's called uncanny mobility, but um, it, all it that does is prevent you from
1: getting a text opportunity.
4: You know what it does exactly?
1: Off the top of my head, no,
4: but okay. I know it's... Okay, then you tell us. Let no, tell it, the viewers. It, it doesn't work. That's why I'm that's why the delay. All right, so how much movement do I have left? You've moved twenty-five up to that point. Actually, if these are steep stairs, they're
2: difficult terrain.
4: I would want to move there after seeing that guy to the right. I would move my full four. Actually, forty. Is that
1: right? It's not a bad move. That would be no, because you're not doing it right. Hold on.
4: Right there. Why does that say? Yeah, that's forty.
1: Yeah, that's that's twenty five, thirty five, forty. That is correct. That's forty. That is correct.
4: And these guys both have. What do they? Do they even have guns now? Because they have one had. A, they were throwing grenades. I guess they met up both.
1: They have yes. They, they have shh, they have guns, grenades, and
4: they appear to have swords attached to their ba-
1: their waists.
4: Okay, so I'm actually going to take take the grenade that's in my hand and drop it right here. Get us all. Oh my God. Okay.
1: That, I'm not sure you should do that.
4: <laughs> that doesn't always work, but let's see if because still have to, <laughs> That it.
1: didn't work. That didn't work before for tunnel. So
4: you still being got, not proficient at grenade, it's still it. You want to be careful with that. So, so after all, a hit.
1: Yes. <laughs>
4: right, I'm roll a twenty.
1: Fourteen uh, minus one, I think.
4: Well, no, it's fourteen plus my dex, I think, or what is it? No, Those you answers. have a minus four. You still
1: have a no, wait. No, you have a. You have a minus one. Now, you have a minus one to your grenades. Right. So, so it's a, a, oh, 13. a 13. So you hit. You hit okay. that area. So Fra- which grenade did you pull out? Fragmentation mark one. It Fragment does 1d6, mark right? mark one. 1d, I think, eight. Oh, let me check that.
3: Now that is 1d6. I can call, though.
1: No. I wonder if they're flat-footed, too. Frag grenade, 1d6. You have a DC of nine. So they're going to do the reflex saves. Okay, one rolls a four and fails, and one rolls a 15 and succeeds. You need to roll for your reflex and then roll for damage.
4: All right, so let me roll my reflex first.
1: Well, oh, you got a lot of frag grenades. Now you have three left. Wow, you easily get out of your own blast. Now roll <laughs>
4: the damage. That's awesome. What a great move. Wow. <laughs> Just two.
3: Wait, actually, it's D6. It's, we decided it's D6, not D8. Need to re- re-roll that. Sorry.
1: Hit his D six. All right, roll it again. Oh, oh, there we oh, go. Wow. Nice. That's not fair. Come, awesome.
2: come on, come <laughs> on.
3: Put
1: it on the board.
3: I, think I was you're... just trying to play the game honestly, there, Steve. That's all I. Uh huh. Uh huh. I think you rolled D eight oh. on us though
4: for it, didn't you?
1: No, that's
3: electricity. Huh? Electricity does. Oh, uh, electricity. More. You're yeah, yeah, I have one of those so. on, on the right right, roll, I'm rolling the
2: six. Perfect. Enjoy. All right. Oh, so they have like damage
3: mitigation.
1: Well, one
4: meter save. Yeah, but if you
1: do s- now, this gets fun.
3: Okay, so how much rusty? Of that, how much of that do I know that Hiroji told us about and that I was able to see?
1: You can't you see him any run of up it. There. You saw him run up there, and you heard an explosion. So you have no idea, unless he tells you. Uh, it doesn't matter. You have your own problems because Rust, Rusty just got in hit by the invisible tentacle monster.
3: Wait, I'm sorry. Hooray! What? Hooray! Hooray! What the hell are you talking about?
1: Oh, and Mo does too. Oh, wait, well, hold on now. Yep. Wait a minute. You're both in the tendrils. Does oh. nine points of damage on each of you, hitting with a 26 and a 29. You are both entangled. Rusty is up.
3: I, I, I'm I flabbergasted, honestly. I, I'm tempted to have to take a few minutes to really like sort of rethink my decisions in life. But in the meantime, what I probably will try to do is escape from the tentacles, which I believe is an acrobatics check, correct?
2: No, or or you attack it. You want to attack it.
3: Uh, I have guns in my hands, and if I am snared, I'm thinking I would rather be free. All right, so I'm going to try to escape with an acrobatics check.
2: The, the gun's... Free you, you realize by attacking. Uh,
3: if I shoot it,
2: yes, I- I'm you taking what
3: face value in that brief communication. Great. I try to shoot the the tentacle monster or the tentacles.
2: Shoot it. Shoot the glass.
3: And at that point, at that point, then fine. It's uh, I'm trying to decide if I want to do a full round action and attack twice. Yes, I'm doing a full round action. I'm firing at the the. the I'm shooting the darkness.
4: Hmm. You could per se- try to perceive it in first and then shoot it.
3: No, but no, I mean, no because Mo didn't tell me to do that, and I was. No, that, you, know, you
2: can't do I'm that in confused. the full round action.
4: Why not? You can use the move action.
1: You can't. Well, it doesn't matter. You attack once and roll a seven, and you get a minus four. Anyhow, if you're going to do a full round attack, so you miss, yeah. and then you attack again. Are right. you a full round attack No. Wow. With, with a car. ten, and you missed two, so nothing. Yeah, I hits.
3: missed with a fifteen, so that is the problem. So it doesn't matter. I wouldn't have I hit. Rolled it a 10, I a ten, I, I rolled a seven the first time, which was the first attack. I would have missed it. With
1: Mo it. is up. I
2: like your suggestion of doing a full round attack. Okay, that's a good idea. Even if he didn't suggest. I mean, I mean isn't it, it like a
4: fifty percent miss chance because it's invisible or something? Does it, Does it have that?
2: No, I don't think so. No, he hasn't been. Uh, I don't think so.
4: I'm going to do a full
3: round really attack.
4: That's uh, Steve. Is that is that a thing? Like, is it if it's something's invisible? Is it a fifty percent miss Like in Pathfinder?
3: Keep in mind, they're invisible that are currently entangling us. We can feel exactly where they are.
4: It's a little different. What
1: happens is it's it's not invisible. It's it's actually not invisible. It is the equivalent of attacking tendrils. It's like attacking a spider web. It's not invisible. It's actually very hard to see, but there is something there. Hence, it's not invisible, and I'm not giving you, like, the concealment chance. It just has a very high – it has a very high AC, the the ones that moe has been hitting on, he's rolling amazing. I mean, he he was not hitting on low numbers. He was hitting on the high twenties. So he was missing in the
4: teens. Like, you, but you there is a creature that's oh, producing yeah, these yeah. strands, right? Yes, so the creature, there's something up there. It's did not he invisible. He hit the
1: creature with his pike before. Yes, he's oh, hitting okay. something. Yeah, he's hitting something, but it's not invisible. It's just which has, is an
3: argument against the full round attacks, actually.
1: Well, well. No, I think it's fine. He can do a full round. You just um, going minus I four. Know. I wouldn't do it, but it's up to you. Mo's <laughs> up. Yeah, it's fine. though. It's, it's, fine. Fine. Yeah, All right, it's fine. I'm going to put uh, just for. Well, the... Mo should do it. I don't think people who aren't trained in combat should be doing this.
2: For, yeah, a D20 pro question, there is no full round attack option that I see. So I'm just going to put minus four for my attack. Yeah, yes. Yeah. That's what okay. You, do. you just put a minus four.
1: See, now that is a good hit. Somebody rolls a sixteen, gets a twenty-two, and does eighteen points of damage, and then he (laughs) rolls a crit. Are you kidding me? For thirty-two points of damage. I'm gonna look over at Rusty just so he sees how it's done. (laughs) Just so he sees. So, as you kill this invisible creature, this is what you see. Suddenly, (laughs) out from the air, way up, like fifty feet above you. You see this large creature that appears to almost be like a floating, I don't know what you would call it. It's almost like a gigantic starfish that has, let me see, one, two, three, four, five, six giant picture? arms. Picture? Picture? Oh, yeah, yeah. Here, I'll give you a picture. Maybe you guys can do a better job describing It's a fearless, fucked up psycho butcher. Only after you kill it does it become visible. <laughs> so it wasn't visible. No, so I actually no, it actually wasn't. It has it has a stealth. Well, when you do your knowledges, you'll know all about it. So I'm gonna wait till you do your
3: knowledges. Yeah. That is what it looks like.
4: So they uh they killed it by just fucking with the tendrils then. Yeah.
3: Well, if yes. you cut off enough we of mine, I put it oh, out. That's fine. Yeah. Uh,
1: uh,
3: and I don't see worry you
1: about them. You got enough of your own problems, Herogias. Like you have starfish, half jellyfish almost. Yeah. And it's absolutely gigantic. It's twenty feet um, wide, so it's it's enormous. You guys are so fortunate.
2: I came out here to save your ass.
1: I need help in here. I've got these two guys.
2: Yeah, ah, let not. me get inside.
3: I actually have to say, for, honestly, Mo, thank you for saving my life. Literally, you'll
2: have to do that on your turn. <laughs> I, I'm sorry. I'm just.
3: I, I'm the the sincerity confused me. <laughs> yeah,
2: there. no one believes in that.
3: <laughs> I actually meant it there.
1: hey everybody steve here so here we are inside the elf and still fighting plus the guys are bleeding encounters yay they actually do this a lot. This is pretty common. I've seen them do this more times than I can count. In fact, when we ran the Emerald Spire, where like you had a whole level and every level was completely unique, they would just run around and like bleed entire levels and just kill everything on the level, and they did that many, many times. I don't know how they survived. They they just love to do that. They sort of get into this groove and they decide to just keep on going until everything's dead. They haven't really done it too much in this adventure path so far. There really hasn't been a lot of opportunity to do it. Plus, they're getting hit really hard, and they don't have a healer. I think that's kind of the biggest issue right now. But yeah, it doesn't really surprise me that they bleed this encounter, and it just keeps on going. So hopefully you guys enjoy it. There's going to be a lot more next week, and I don't even know if it ends next week. It might keep on going. I don't even remember. i got to go edit it, and I'll find out. So, for this week's PCGM tip, I want to talk about using real-world experience. So, one thing I want to talk about was that monster at the end. It was basically a jellyfish that was 20 feet by 20 feet, and it flew up in the sky. It was about 200 feet up in the air with tendrils that were attacking the guys, just like a jellyfish. Like, the tendrils were paralyzing them and sort of entangling them and doing damage to them. And then after it was done with that, it would, like, come down and eat them. And if you notice, they couldn't really see it. And was it really invisible? And the answer is no. It just had this really amazing stealth. And it had some special abilities which allowed it to hide in plain sight. And so I kind of used that. And I used a real-world example in my mind when I was figuring out how do you depict this? Because this is kind of something tricky. It's not invisible. It's there. They can see it, kind of. They also never said they looked up. If they said they looked up and looked for the creature rather than just the tendrils, I probably would have given them a better check. But it had like a native 31 stealth, and these guys were rolling like 19. So they had like no chance of actually really seeing it. But an example of something that happened to me is a couple of years ago, I was in the Caribbean, and I was snorkeling. And I was just swimming around by myself and looking at some of the sea life. And all of a sudden, I see a sea turtle that is sort of near me. And this thing is like the size of a small car. I mean, this thing was absolutely enormous, way bigger than I was. And I'm ignoring it and then it started to get closer to me. And then it got really close to me. And next thing I know, the thing opens its mouth wide and is about to chomp me. And I'm scared out of my mind because this gigantic sea turtle that weighs like 400 pounds is about to eat me. And the next thing i know is that it ate a jellyfish that happened to be right in front of me that i almost ran into it ate the jellyfish chomped it down and then happily swam on its way and i never forgot that this jellyfish was right next to me the whole time and i never saw it and somehow the sea turtle came up and ate it so that's what i thought of when i thought of this encounter is that you know what you can have this gigantic jellyfish which was really a sky jellyfish right in front of you and unless you're really looking for it and paying attention to what's going on there's absolutely no way you're going to see it so that was kind of the experience that i used another example is them in the rainforest i just happened to go on vacation recently and i was in the rainforest and i remember how hot and sticky and muggy and nasty it's there And I've been in the rainforest before, but this was really recent in my mind. And in fact, when I went on vacation and I knew I was running this adventure, I kind of almost mentally kept notes as to what it was like so I can relay that experience to them during the adventure. And, you know, that's how I kind of use these items when I make rules. Because as a GM, the biggest thing you're doing is sort of determining how the rules should work. So, for example, when they're attacking, the rules are exactly that. Well, if they can't see it, there's a 50% concealment chance and all these other rules and i ignored all of them because i figured you know what this jellyfish thing it's invisible but it's there if it grabs them they can maybe see the tendrils and they kind of know where they are and they know where they're attacking so i'm not going to give them the 50 percent chance and that's totally okay that is like even though we play rules as written i do try to interpret the rules and try to make it as realistic as possible using my experience And as for them saying, oh, we should be able to see this thing, I can also go back to my experience saying, you know what? I had a jellyfish right next to my head for God knows how long, and I never saw it once. And if it wasn't for the sea turtle, I probably would have ran into it, and God knows how much pain or what would have happened to me, because those things are nasty. You do not want to run into a jellyfish. So, again, that's kind of what I mean by using real-world experiences and kind of using that towards your advantage when it comes to the rules. And if you listen to these guys, they do that to me all the time. They will often try to bend the rules or try to, not necessarily bend the rules, but try to make the rules work in their favor based on real-world examples. And, you know, when you're older and have a lot more real-world examples, it becomes a lot easier for you to use them and to also bend the will of your GM. And you know what? I never say no. Like, more than once, if they put up a good argument and I can't counter it, I'll, I'll change my mind and I'll say, you know what? Your interpretation of real life slash experience with this system of rules makes sense. So I will change my ruling to adhere to what you think. And you know what? In the end, the PCs will trust you more and then they'll listen to you more if you're willing to be flexible. And then my last example is someone who didn't do this. Here's an example of a friend of mine where he built this huge world and he decided that everyone was going to go through this world and have all these great adventures. Unfortunately, he also put a dragon in this world. And we were like level 3 or 4 and we're wandering around the countryside and we see the dragon. Now I hid and of course Bob and Chris decided not to hide and sort of ran out in a field. The dragon came down, attacked them, and killed them and they all died and the adventure was over. And then my GM was super upset because he's like, Oh, I wrote this whole thing, and I spent weeks on it, and you guys go get yourselves killed. You know what? I don't blame Chris and Bob. I blame the GM, is that, you know what, maybe you shouldn't have done that. Your real world experience is that these guys, if they see a dragon, they're gonna go investigate it and get killed. They're not gonna run away. So, using your real world experience, not just on things, but also the people that you're playing with, is a good indication of how you should run your adventure. And, you know what? It did stink. This guy had hundreds of hours thrown away because he thought, oh, I'll scare them off when that doesn't work with these guys. They don't get scared off easily. And if you notice, they don't. They've been bleeding encounters, they're charging invisible creatures, they're charging snipers, they don't care. So you gotta lean into it, you gotta learn how to use your experience, both as a GM and a player and your friends, to the best of your ability so that you can give them a really good experience. So a few show notes this week. Don't forget to check out the No Direction Podcast, number 179. I am on that podcast when I talk about PaizoCon with the guys for over two hours. Talk about, oh, my TPK. I had two TPKs at PaizoCon, and you can find out all about them. You could find out about Jason Keeley jumping on the tables and slaying a white dragon with a sling. People getting drunk. It was crazy. So listen to that if you want to know more about PaizoCon. It's over two hours long. Also, don't forget we have a new podcast every Tuesday. We're also in the middle of recording our new Starfinder Society podcast. We're doing 1-4, Cries from the Drift. And we actually have two new players on the podcast this time. Two people we've never spoken to before, at least on the show. I've spoken before in real life. And they are bringing a nice breath of fresh air. In fact, they never played Starfinder before. So this is their first experience with Starfinder, and you will get to hear what they do. And boy, they shake things up big time. Also, don't forget, please subscribe to the podcast on iTunes and Android. Do review us on iTunes. I'm very happy we saw a couple of new reviews this week. Thank you very much. Please go out and review it. We have maybe like five, less than 5% of the people who actually reviewed the show, listened to it. So I know they're out there. So you guys, if you're out there, just go to iTunes and give us a quick review. It helps a lot. Also, make sure you check out Jason's Talking Combat column every Thursday, where he goes over each episode in detail. Don't forget to check out our Discord channel, where you can play Starfinder, and check out images from every episode. In addition, you can get a free t-shirt when you reach level 10, and I'm going to do a new thing, because we have so many play-by-post games there, and we always need GMs. If you want to GM a play-by-post games, we have people waiting to play, and if you do, I will give you a free Roll for Combat t-shirt. We have like dozens of t-shirts on the site now, you can choose anyone you want and get it for free. So do join the Discord, just discord.rollforcombat.com, and check it all out. Also, don't forget follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube. You can find the address on RollForCombat.com. You can check out our Reddit channel. Also, check out the Patreon, where we got cool prizes, and we release some of our episodes early there. If you really want to listen to them, all you need to do is join, and you can listen to these episodes a little bit early. And finally, don't forget that No Direction is releasing all the talks from PaizoCon 2018. They release two every day. There's going to be 50 talks total and they are really great. This is my favorite thing about No Direction, is they release all the talks from PaizoCon, and then they also release all the talks from Gen Con. So even if you can't make it, I strongly recommend you listen to these. They have them for every year. If you haven't listened before, even the ones from the past years are great. You'll learn a lot about Starfinder and Pathfinder in general. But with that, I will talk to you guys next week. See ya.
0: You've been listening to Roll for Combat, a Starfinder actual play podcast. If you have a question or comment for the show, please visit us at RollForCombat.com or drop us a line at contact at RollForCombat.com. You can also find us on Twitter, Facebook, Discord, and other social media platforms. been listening to Roll for Combat. Until next week, always remember Hiroji's motto, Hey, do you smell something burning? Oh, wait,
3: it's just me.